Oh. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's me, Technogiz Guy, here with Time for Tech. Um, Shane's back from Florida. He's sick. I uh, got bronchitis. Everybody, everybody got, got time, time for that. Um, we also have a guest, which we haven't done in a while. Um, we got Repka with us. Yeah, I'm here. And uh, so yeah, he's gonna be with us through the show. And uh, yeah, we actually haven't done this show in so long that Weeks. when I started googling topics, um, my Google Chrome actually yelled at me. It said, "Really? Are you sure you want to do this now?" Yes, yes, Google. Yes, we 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 are very sure. We want to do this again. Yeah. We have not forgotten about our viewers. Yeah. Um. All right. So FBI. The driverless cars could become lethal weapons. So apparently, the FBI thinks that Google's driverless cars could be used for harm. As in, yeah. one could program them to hurt people or program them to go somewhere and put a bomb in them. But, you know, like, that's even a problem with driver cars, like, Land cars, like I mean, seriously, like people can suicide bomb with cars and stuff. I mean, sure they might use it like to, like anywhere, but you know, it, it's 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 just as easy to drive a driverless car somewhere that has a bomb inside of it, just as it is to drive a car that has a bomb inside of it and then get out of the car and walk away. I bomb mean, goes boom. Yeah, either way, bomb goes boom. I love technology, but if I saw a driverless car and I mean there's no point in having the car go somewhere if there's no driver in it. Even if there's just a passenger. If I there saw a car with absolutely no one in it, I'd probably stay away from that car. I'd be afraid of it. I couldn't like I have to have at least some control and when someone's driving a car you have control, but when someone's not driving a car and it's all a computer, what if the computer just goes retarded and drives you off a cliff? Well, I mean, there should be some type of failsafe that, like, there has to be someone inside the car in order for it to work. Yeah, um... True, but also... We'll never really have a driverless car because there's no tours. point. What about the detours and closed bridges and all that stuff? How well, can I mean, that system handle that? GPS would have to be advanced enough to be able to recognize well, those things. It's actually funny that you say that. Um, whenever me and my mom go to the lake, there's this huge, like, three-mile stretch of construction, right? They're redoing the road. And it's been going on for a while. And whenever we're near there, my phone actually comes up and says, warning, construction ahead. Yeah, mine... Um... So, I mean... Mine, while we were on the interstate to and from Florida, like, it would give me alerts about traffic incidents up ahead. Yeah, I mean, newer satellites, they've gotten a lot, you know, better at seeing the road. So I guess that wouldn't really be a problem. It's just the fact that the FBI is so paranoid, but, I mean... It's not like there would, there would have to be integration in the road itself. Like one of the original ideas for driverless cars was to put magnets inside the road that would link with the uh, magnets underneath the car. Um, that was one of the ideas. So that'd be I so mean, much work. That's so unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the original ideas. But there's gonna have to be some type of failsafe there to ensure that 
if if a glitch does happen, then you know, like either the system shuts down or something happens, or well, see, like to protect the people inside. The problem with magnets is with magnets, you can disrupt a magnet with anything. You could drop a compass on the ground, and that would disrupt the magnetic field. Yeah, the um, the um, what is it? The the stoplights, the traffic lights. They have magnets in their um, their the roads there to trigger the lights whenever someone's there. Yeah. And s sometimes they don't even work because you'd be sitting at a stoplight, and then the light won't change. And then you know, well, the only option is to run the red light whenever there's no cars going, which I've done plenty of times, but... Oh, yeah. I, I think everyone has. Nah, they eventually work. You just have to, like, drive your car over the line, and then it will finally detect your car. That's how yeah. it's been working here. You have to drive it, like, way over the line. Well, I would, like, inch forward, reverse, etc., and it won't change and stuff, and then eventually you just get fed up, and it's just like, it's four in the morning. No one's out. <laughs> and then a cop pulls you over. <laughs> uh, I just saw something. Even if they, like, all this lethal weapon cr crap aside, with the driverless cars, what if they add an arm inside of it and, like, the car can go to the grocery store and get groceries or, like, a McDonald's or something? Because, like, we have that tap and pay stuff. So you could, like, put Google Wallet into your car and have it just drive by the McDonald's. It pays for the food and then gets your food and takes it home to you. There's the car starts speeding and a cop pulls it over. Who they gonna there, take it, the car or you? Uh, well, I don't know. They can't but the take car it wouldn't... the car, but they can't take it you because you weren't driving. Well, I mean, I don't think the car would speed though. I mean, yeah, but like, there's all there could always be a glitch. True. Yeah. Someone. Uh, I, 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 I think the car would be taken away for um repairs probably. Yeah. That, that guy'd be probably mad though. Like, be sitting there, and he's didn't. He's like, "Where's my McDonald's? Like, <laughs> I ordered this ten minutes ago. Where's my car? And make my McDonald's." And the next morning, it's a call from the police station. Yeah, hi, sir. We picked up your car last night. It was speeding. Are you serious? Yeah, we found a malfunction in your car, but we mailed your McDonald's to you. It should arrive in about six days. Oh, yeah, six days. Your, your 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 car ended up like five states over. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering. This is kind of oh. off topic. What are your guys' views on Java? Java, like Java, is one of the major foundations that support mainly mobile devices. But um, but what about the fact that Java eats your resources on everything so bad? Well, I mean, they definitely need to improve their. Um, like Java, Java is so outdated. To be honest, it they they they, they um have a stable. It seems like the only thing I use Java for is Minecraft. Yeah, like that's really the only thing that Java is really used and for. True, but Minecraft is so laggy. You have to have at least you have to have sort of a gaming computer to play it because it will get to a point where it just doesn't doesn't want to yeah. work anymore. Unless you're underground, then it seems to work. But if you're above ground and it starts to rain, then oh, you're screwed. And especially like me, my personal self, we've I've played with 200 mods before. Yeah. See, I play on vanilla, and I still get f a seven FPS. Yeah. 
I mean... 7 FPS? That's <laughs> That's not even the refresh rate of a monitor, dude. I know, it, it's horrible. But, I mean... It must be looking like, it must be like looking at a uh, slideshow of pictures. Yeah, pretty much it is. It, it it's it's like playing Minecraft through like a, one of those little flip books that you flip the pages and then it moves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one of those Apple... uh, shows you watch that uh you know kind of pictures. It's all pictures. And it's like sixteen thousand pictures and it just slowly moves. Yeah. Or it's like watching a GIF. All right. So Apple could fork over four hundred million to settle ebook price fixing suit. Yeah, this has been a problem for a while, actually. Yeah, um, I actually don't know much about this topic, so Shane, I think you should lead this. Well, there's not much about the topic. Basically, there was, there was a bunch of disputes about um, Apple's, um, like, can you scroll up to the top real quick uh -huh. so I can see the title? Yeah, um... There, there, there was a bunch of like disputes about like books being able to be bought electronically that were not able to fund the author and and other various things. There are so many things like the, like the um, the app Apple would price the books themselves and not like the like giving the authors the um, ability to price their own stuff. So I mean it. I mean that that was just one of the problems, and then there was other problems, and yeah, but it was um, it was just a giant mess, and yeah. So seeing that they're willing to put forth money to actually fix the issue is great, but you know it's this should really have been thought out beforehand before they even implemented it. I mean, like you know, you you, sh you should think about these things in advance before um, they get this far. And this has been going on for like almost a year and a half for Apple's ebooks price. I don't know, personally I just wish Apple would just die in a fire. Well, they eventually may, but as um, in a topic that is not mentioned here, they are like siding with IBM to help take over the enterprise um, market. Then, this is becoming a huge corporation. Just yeah. insane. Yeah, Apple is becoming a huge corporation by mooching off bigger companies. Mm -hmm. All right. To be so, honest, like, 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 they're not really innovating anything. I mean, sure, the iPhone may have been the first touchscreen mobile smartphone, but um, ever since then, they haven't really done anything except. Just kind of, I wouldn't say stolen, stolen ideas, but they're just like they're not putting forth anything that's sparky. It's like er, like every feature that they have in their phones, like most of them, I don't even use, like AirDrop and stuff like that. Those are cool features, but you know, like the practic the. Whenever you put it into practice, it's not so useful. I mean, I, I find more out of my Android device that I now have than when I had my Apple device. So they hopefully will change their game sometime in the near future, and then they might reconsider purchasing another Apple product. But 
Android's going to be getting a makeover anyway very soon. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. All right. So we ready to go to the next topic? Yeah. Right. Smart beer recognizes cat faces, tracks multiple felines. Um... This could be really helpful for people that have cats. I personally don't have cats because my mother is highly allergic to cats. Um, but, um, like, Shane, you have a couple cats, don't you? I got three cats, and they're two of which are fairly fat, so they're not that hard to track. <laughs> my cat is so fast that it just I can't chase it around anymore. Because it'll run under my brother's bed and then into my room within a matter of like 30 seconds. And that's across the hallway in the doors and under the beds. It is insanely mean, too. I mean, yeah. I think I heard you yell at that cat like eight times today. Just for it, biting you. It bites me quite frequently. I don't know where it's at at the moment. It might be in my room sleeping. <laughs> Or it could it's, be it, out there. It sounds like um, Matt is fearful of his cat because <laughs> like, like it, it might be in here somewhere. You know, just you guys ever seen that show, My Cat from Hell? Yes, I have. Oh my god, dude! We need to get we need to get that guy on Repco's cat. <laughs> uh, I think you could because my cat. Okay, I'll count the cuts for you. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Twenty cuts from its nails, and we cut the nails too. My cats are declawed. Anyway, like, I, well, they have they have their back claws, but no, no front ones, no. Um, anyway, what this will do is uh, the cat will walk up, and if it's the right cat, it will feed it and give it some water, and then when you know that cat's done, it oh, yeah. closes everything up, and if that cat comes back, it won't open. You know, it it, it will only open if a different cat comes up and sticks its head in the hole. So, my cat uh, is in my room. That's pretty cool, but. My question is, how do you get the cat to stick its head into the hole? I guess you have to train it. Just, just like, like you train a cat to use the litter box. Like, come here, kitty! Stick your head in the hole! I didn't have to train my kitty. My kitty knew. It was like, look at this box of litter. I'm gonna just... It was like, I'm just gonna pee and poop in this without even, without even telling anyone. It only peed on my bed once, then it was done. What did you do, cat? After that, I think cats are cute. I just um. Cat, cat yeah, cats are um. The kitties cats. are cute, not cats. Kitties. Well, the cat that I have is very fat and very talkative, and like rolls around on the floor, like like you. Can really... What did he do? Come in your bed and wake you up in the morning, like, hey Shane, how's it going? Can you feed me now? No, but my cat will sit there for hours and meow at my door until I let her in. Then she proceeds to go into my closet and make a nest in there and sleep. See, my cat just, like, it runs and jumps up under my bed, and I don't know how. Like, claws. It's like a, it's, it's becoming a mountain climber. So it uses its top claws to climb up, and 
it just like kind of lays there. Like I'm laying in my bed at the moment, and it's laying right next to me. It's very picky how it sleeps too. It must. It's uh, it basically you have it has to sleep on your side that you're looking. So if you're rolling over, if you roll over, it has to be on that side, and it has to have its paw on your arm. <laughs> See, pe- people don't really like cats that much because cats have their own personality that you have to adapt to, like, and and they'll adapt to you as well. Um, but see, do- dogs are more likely to adapt to you more so and change their lifestyle for you. So I mean. Like, like you, like you can easily tell a dog to like fetch me a beer, and then there it goes. You can tell a cat to go fetch me a beer, and then it goes and pees on the curtain. <laughs> yeah, it, goes, it like, goes in your box of Coronas. See, it, cats don't care. They're smart. Or it sleeps in so the box. So they're not going to be. The cats are smart, so they're not going to be trained to like uh, go and do stuff. They're going to do their own thing. They're not. They're kind of like a person. Yes, but but the, they are friendly and stuff. As long as you feed them and you know give them love ups, and they're fine. I mean, oh, personally, I, I like cats. Um, I would I wouldn't mind having a cat, you know, to have around while I'm at home because I'm home a lot and I'm the only one here. I, mean, I wouldn't mind having someone here to help me just get through the day. But my mom is amazingly, like, stunningly allergic to cats. I don't even know why. I'm not. Um, no allergics. Uh, I'm actually not allergic to anything except for pollen. But I'm not allergic to a single thing. Nothing. I'm allergic to canned snow. You know yeah, what I'm allergic to? You put a cat in. You put a cat in the same room as my mom, and uh, like it's just. Oh my god! It's All hell breaks loose. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, All right. Anyway, the next Star Wars film is getting remade in Minecraft. I'm allergic to communism. That's what I'm allergic to. America for the win. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. Anyway. Apparently, a couple Minecraft players built the Star Wars themed world in the game. Uh. But one user is upping the ante by creating the entire Star Wars film from digital blocks. So uh, actually, Minecraft. You can. Yeah, I kind of want. This film when it's done because I liked Star Wars. Star, Star Wars is a good series. Now, if only they make Doctor Who in <laughs> right. the Doctor Who movie. Just I like, know that someone has made a, actually all of GTA San Andreas and Minecraft, the entire thing. Oh my god, that took a while. From what I heard, it took quite a bit. It took about a Actually, because they were a slow-moving process kind of people, they didn't really care. They had jobs and stuff, so it took them a year. But they did it. They finished it. I bet. I bet they could. I bet they could actually sell a map like that. Oh yeah. Definitely. Like, like the save file or whatever. Yeah, it's a world more. People start pirating the map. Yeah, or trying to make their own. That's the thing. It's just I hate people. Like, if you sell something, you sell it for you, for them to not give away to people. Like, if you buy something, you should know not to give it away to people because you bought it for you, not for other people. Uh, well, see, I, that... I don't mind. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Personally, I don't mind torrenting. It's an amazing thing, but I do think that it sucks 
for the people selling because then they're out on that money. Now you could well, do see pe people who sell something should have a one-time use code that whenever it's used once, it cannot be used again. Keygen. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you got keygens and stuff, but it should be smarter than that. I mean, like if you're gonna make the obvious effort to make sure that, you, or if you're gonna sell something and you don't want it pirated. Then make the obvious effort to ensure that it doesn't. There are some, there are some things out there that are literally almost impossible to pirate because of how good the security is on them. Yeah, but dude, um, EA tried that with The Sims, and uh, look how that turned out. Well, now EA people, is stupid. People I mean, are going around like, oh, I'll never buy another game from EA again, or you know, The Sims was not worth what it costs, uh, you know. The people are mad, and even now, you know, even all that after all that crap that EA went through, which we talked about this in one of our other other episodes, where people were getting screwed over by EA because of the Sims pre-order and stuff. Well, well see, well, see, but, there is there is there is profit in pirating actually, because pirating can actually be considered a market. A lot of um a lot of um indie um. Music artists use pirating as a market to expand their user base, their fan base. And then, whenever they go to concerts, and all these people show up and to see them, so it's like great. You know, you know, a lot of CDs are becoming dead and a lot of stuff. So now they're all switching over to digital tracks and everything like that. So, really, the, yeah, <laughs> really, the if you want to make, uh, you know, make the game free to download and install. But like, maybe have like um, in-app purchases sort of thing to expand about, your. Like, okay, you're talking about these huge companies like EA, but what about the little baby companies like maybe the Prison Architect team? People pirating their game, and their game was created as an indie game, and it's kind of bad because people pirate it, and it's not that expensive. I believe it's fifteen dollars, I think. And well, well, see, some people some people pirate pirate to try. Like uh, one of the things that um, is hard for people to do is buy something that they're unsure if they're gonna like. So they pirate it, and then it's just like, oh, we like this, you know. So you know, we're gonna, you know, they might we're not actually buy full futures. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you get these trial stuff, but the trial stuff doesn't include. Um, all the full features for a while. I mean, like, they should, like, have, like, a 48-hour or, like, maybe a one-week trial, full trial. Wait, that all depends. It depends if you... If it's one of those programs where you just go in, get what you want, and leave the program, like, within minutes. All right. Um, I just found the guy that's making this world. Um, I just found his YouTube channel. Uh, it's Paradise Decay, and the trailer for that is, you know, it's on here, but it's also on his uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, um, but, um, but yeah, apparently he makes maps for fun, and yeah, he, he's got a decent bit of videos here. So yeah, you can go check him out at Paradise Decay on YouTube. I just figured I'd bring that up since we're talking about the Star Wars trailer. Next Unsponsored topic. advertisement. Yeah, there you go, dude. You got like 15 subscribers. <laughs> Need a 3D printer? Hit the hardware store. 
So apparently, um, right, go to Home, Ace. Depot, <laughs> Home Depot and MakerBot have teamed up together to bring 3D printers to hardware stores. So apparently, you can walk into Home Depot and buy a 3D printer. Yeah, that that you know, 3D printers are gonna gonna become a big thing. I know this in the future. Like, like it's to say, I was thinking about this the other day. But you know how like you get the the TSA machines that do the metal detectors and stuff. You could create a plastic gun that shoots a real bullet. Well, see, well, I mean, I mean, the the gun might fall apart, but you could still get a bullet out of it. I think we actually, uh, I don't know, we didn't cover that, but a, a YouTuber did cover that. Um, there, there's a gun website, a gun manufacturer, and they actually uploaded to their website the schematic for a gun, a plastic gun. It uses a uh, like a nail, like a um, like something you'd hammer into a wall. Yeah. It uses a nail as a firing uh, mechanism, and it fires a bullet. It's one shot, but that's really all you need. And then you just reload it and put the nail back in. Yeah, if if you and this is free. I mean, literally, all you need is a 3D printer and a nail, for Christ's sake, and you can shoot. And it. and the um the 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 cartridge to make it, but still. Well, yeah, you, you need the 3D printer and the resources for that, but you know that's that's pretty hefty. But I mean, for pretty soon, anyone will have everyone will have a 3D printer. Everyone will be able to print their own guns, and if people are printing their own guns, America can't register them because they don't know who's making guns, who's not, how many they're making, you know. So the American gun registration will just fall apart. True. And then we won't know. And then I mean, I'm just completely with guns. I'm not in any way, shape, form against guns. I love guns. Guns um, are awesome. Yes. If uh, if used responsibly. Yeah. Yes. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. 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 Irresponsible people with guns kill people. I yeah. should say. The, the gun is the tool used to kill people. But you can kill. You can kill someone with a keyboard. Does Does that mean you take it away? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's that's a different video for a different mm -hmm. day, different rant. But so many, um, so many topics about it. But that's our opinion. Moving yeah, on. Just different rant, different day. Anyway. Um, I wouldn't mind having a 3D printer so if I, I could, like, print phone cases and stuff, or... Well, you, th there was a, um, a program that you could print creations that you make in Minecraft in 3D, so you could, like, create models and, like... <laughs> like, it, it was pretty awesome. Like, you, if you made a castle in Minecraft, you could print out in 3D and then show it off to everybody. Yeah, I think we, uh, I think we covered that last... We did, uh, last we show. did. We we did a, a while ago. It was, it was one of our earlier episodes, but it, it you know like there are you use cool uses and stuff. I see it more as a gimmicky feature, but you know like maybe instead of or or like or like you see a picture of something and you want it to actually be like a physical thing, like maybe you see. <laughs> no, stop it! Stop it! No, but like maybe you see like a symbol, and then you'd be like, "Oh, this would be cool for a necklace." Then you can 3D print it out, put a string around it, and boom, you got a necklace. Dude, the, someone's gonna hack that program, and they're gonna make it so you can look at pictures and just like print out a small model of the picture. And people are gonna have like little 3D printed nude girls on their desk. Something they like that. Walk, in, walk into someone's house and just like open it up, open up their kitchen drawer. And they'd be like, what is this? 
and they'd be like, oh, sorry, I, I bought a 3D printer. Uh, but let, let's be honest. Whenever you buy a 3D printer, whenever you actually buy it, everything you see on the internet becomes a 3D printing opportunity. Right. Like, whenever I got my new phone with my new camera, I'm like, everything became a photo opportunity. Yeah. Um, LTE mobile connections to hit 1 billion by 2017. This makes me a bit confused because um, there are, what, 9 billion people in the world? Yeah. But, um, I want to know why there's not a billion people on the LTE mobile connection. We'll see. In, did Repco fall asleep? I think so. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> let's, just, let's just let him sleep for a little bit and uh, talk about the topic. All right. <laughs> Um. That won't. Now we know the title of our topic or, or of our, our episode. Repco falls asleep, or our guest falls asleep. Yeah, but I um. I mean, I, people told us we're boring, but God. <laughs> our own guest fell asleep. Yeah. Well, he did say he was laying in his bed, so I, 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 I don't, I, I blame him for that, but. I'm not to wake him up. Uh, well, we don't know what he's like whenever we, he's woken up. Let's find out. <laughs> let's, let's just keep talking about the topic, though. Alright, well, 5G is not supposed to be coming until about 2020. And that's that's just for ratification of the protocol. Um, I mean, hopefully by then, then there will be... That, that much, but you know, this is I I would say that this is an estimate based on current um, statistics. Um, technology doubles every or is released to the public. Every double is released to the public, yeah, pretty much every two months. But um, it's becoming faster and faster as new research developments come into play. So you know, this this. 2017 number or that 1 billion may become like 3 billion in the next yeah. year. Someone just uh, someone just corrected us on YouTube. It's actually uh, there's only 7 billion people in the world. Yeah, it is 7. It is like we're over 7 billion. We already reached that mark, so. Um, although I do want to say something. Um, I would like everyone to uh, if you're wearing headphones, I'd recommend you turn them down. And if you're in Speakers, I'd recommend you turn those down too. Because I'm going to see if I can wake up Revco. Okay, we're going to wake up our guest. This should be fun. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Let me try. Did you just say that sucks? Yeah, that sucks. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to try this. I mean, Let I me could turn, turn on my sound system, but... uh. No, no, hold on. I got, I got you, bro. I got you. Let's, let's see. Let me go to my. No, what was that one song that you sent me that wake that woke you up the one day? <laughs> no, I got it. I got it right here. Let's try this. Hey, Ripko, let's wake you up.
Man, he's a sound sleeper. Yeah. What even? Actually, that wasn't even that loud. But um, all right. Well, I guess we'll just let him sleep. Um, Blackburn announces virtual assistant to, assistant to take on Siri and Cortana. Uh, does everyone have to have a virtual assistant? Well, virtual assistants are helpful whenever you're like in the car. Um, but most of the time you are just typing. Uh, well, whatever you want. Like, I mean, I, I I like playing around with Google Now and stuff. So I I'd be like, hey Google Now, directions to this. Hey Google Now, play music. Yeah. Um, Google Now. I don't know why Google Now is ever mentioned. I mean, I know you can't really consider it an assistant, more of just voice um, voice commands. I mean, but it still does the job. I mean, sure, you can't have an intimate conversation with Google now, but I don't, I don't want to have an intimate conversation with my phone. Yeah, unless you want to date it. And then if you want to do that, then just go get couple. Didn't you try that once, Shane? Yep, yep, couple. Um, they're, they're still debating on if they're going to make it still, but, I mean, you know, okay, coming you soon, dating your phone. You tried dating your phone, but yeah, you know, I, the Siri was... Uh, no, uh, no, no, I used Cleverbot. Yeah, I used Cleverbot. Yeah, Cleverbot has a mobile application now that you can purchase and you can date it. And it'll speak back to you in whatever language you decide. Uh, I can only imagine. Someone sits there on their phone and they just like... But oh, the, the, the sad thing is, is that Cleverbot still makes a better girlfriend than some of my exes. <laughs> well, I mean... You haven't obviously you haven't met your exes, so that's it's pretty hard not to be something be better than them. Well, I mean, just like you know, you can get in play fights with with Cleverbot. It's it's awesome. I mean, I, I love I love messing around with it because it's it's like entertainment whenever you're bored or whatever. But I mean, you know, just like I don't, I don't know, just like if if you want to have it it. It should all be an option, to be honest. And I mean, it is. You can turn Siri on and off. You can turn Google on and off. Um, but I mean, like, what Cortana, what Cortana is supposed to be is supposed to bring the um, the visual aspect. So now that you can only you can only hear your virtual assistant, you can see it talking and whatnot. Which uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Cortana talk to me. And most people wouldn't, but you know, what about the females? What about what about the female um, people who use their phone? I mean, are after chief? Are are the um, males the only ones who actually need an assistant to be able to use to utilize their lives and you know stuff? Um, honestly, I couldn't answer that, but. There was a guy who. I've seen a... more men use Siri than I have seen women. In my personal sure. experience, I've seen more men use like on their iPhones. They'll use Siri more. Um, I guess it's just because girls aren't as lazy. Um, there's a Facebook post about that that I want to find. Um, continue talking real quick while I find it. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe on the... the next topic. No, I'll find it. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, the sticks use ultrasound to guide blind people. That's kind of cool, actually. 
yeah, I don't know where to go with this though. Um, so I mean, I guess, I guess the sticks that you go to the doctor and they like ultrasound you with, um, to see, you know, to check on your baby if you're pregnant. Um, I guess they're using them to guide blind people. Um, which from this picture, I'm guessing that it extends out like one of the poles that the, the blind people, you know, walk with. And I guess it uses the sonar I to see it. where um, to see where objects are, so they don't have to always constantly hit people or hit things with it. Yeah, that's true. So, All right, um, in, rela in relation to the um, the last um, topic, uh, this person I am friends with on Facebook said, I let my wife drive us this morning to get breakfast, and it was so bad that Siri came on my phone and said, let me out of this truck. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the sonar stick apparently can provide a distance and direction detection to navigate narrow paths while avoiding obstacles. So that's actually really cool. Um, uh, modern technology just gets better and better. I think eventually we're going to have... I, I see it migrating a lot more towards the disabled people uh -huh. as the topics progress. And and that that really um, is a good thing. Um, because... What I, could, what I could see one day is uh, robotic eyes where they put a wire... In, and they wire it directly into your brain. Say if your eyes aren't the problem, your uh, optical... I can't even remember. I just learned about it in science class before school ended, too. But your optical optical nerve, that's what it was. Your optical nerve has a problem in it. And uh, I can see in the future just it, where they replace the optical nerve with a like, computer wire, replace your eyes with you know small cameras that look like eyes, and mm -hmm. then, boom, you have... Eyes. And you'd probably, you'd probably have better vision than um, um, most people do. Actually, that's a lie. Well, I mean, think if about the human, it. If the human eye was a camera, it would be over 2,000 megapixels. Yeah, I mean, 8K is about to, is like already in development. They just released 4K, and now 8K is already in development. And it's said that that's the highest you can go because no matter how big you would make the screen, like, to be in your viewing range, you would still not be able to tell the pixels apart, no matter how close you got to it. So it's said to be the closest you can get to actual, like, like um, resolution of the eye. So, I mean, e e everything doubles, you know, 2Ks, 4Ks, 8Ks, you know. Um, AK 47s. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, uh, well, I don't know. you just said that they're coming out with AK. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, um, it's, I don't like it's, that because I don't even have a 4K TV yet. I don't even have a 4K monitor. Like, uh, now I have to worry about getting the 8K, man. I mean, I have a 2K phone. It has a 2K display on it, or Quad HD as it's called, or Ultra HD if you want to call it that. Um, it's been called it's been called so many things, but you know it it is amazing, and it's hard to think that things could be get more clearer. But the only 
The only thing I can see that being useful of is getting more truer color. Honestly, dude, um, my uh, my Galaxy S4, I love watching movies on my phone. Whether the, the screen may be small, but I mean it looks amazing. And if I got a new phone, because by the time I'm ready for a new phone, the Galaxy S6 will probably be out. Probably. And you know, by then, it's gonna be to the point where I'm literally gonna be there. And I hope that they make the screen better. Like I, but it doesn't I, need to be better. I mean, because I. Yeah. Like I mean, in retrospect, it might uh, you might not see an issue with it, but I guess on the scientific part, you know, there's still these technical things or these flaws, even though you may not be able to notice them with eyes, but they're still there. So you know, you know, science is always trying to improve the way we do things. So. And always, always trying to evolve, but apparently, apparently, I think 8K is the highest you can go in screen resolution. Yeah. And that that that's gonna be like TVs, like that. I mean, you know, like you're gonna, I don't know, you'd have, you'd have these like thin, very thin, like I would almost say like plastic films that you'd like could like roll across your wall and then you'd have this giant TV on your wall. It'd be like it would just roll onto your wall and then you could roll it back up. This is where I see that going. And then there's um there's all these like game um companies that are talking about like expanding um the game um, beyond the um, range of the television and stuff, so like make it more 3D and whatnot, and also um, these uh, virtual reality glasses and stuff that I see coming into play every he's now and then. Hmm? I said he was, he's really starring. Yeah, he, he's um he's really asleep. Um. Oh, his cat claws the shit out of his face. <laughs> oh my god, I could, I could see that too. Alright, let's go to uh, something everyone wants to know about. OuterNet! Yep, OuterNet uh, is back. Yep, we've been following OuterNet since, I think, like, episode 2, and this is episode 8. So, yeah, we've been following them for a good bit of this show. Um, and they and have done some developments. Yes, yes, they have. Um, a little bit so scrolled yeah. down is the um, what they've done so far and what they're currently working on and what they're doing in the future. They're a little... So, um, I you're all one... Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm done. I was just... Alright. Um, I bet you're all wondering why there's nothing here but a picture of a... Well, it looks like beautiful landscape. Um, it's because it's a YouTube video. I'm going to play it because the audio in the video doesn't really matter. It's more of the video aspect. So, yeah, I'm going to play this. All right. So obviously it's this 
I don't know if this would be a device that you would have to purchase in order to use it, or if, like, it'd probably pair with your devices or something like that, and it would not work with that old TV. I'm just saying, <laughs> that old TV would not have the capabilities of doing that, but I like, I like what they're doing it. They're, like, giving it this country, um... Alright, so basically what this video is saying is that you'll be able to request the content, and then it broadcasts the content, uh, you know, wherever the content's coming from, goes to the Outernet satellite, and then goes to that little dish that we just saw. Um, my question is, is Outernet supposed to be free? How much is this dish going to cost? You know, it's a one-time thing probably. You know, $400, $600? Maybe even a grand. So, I mean, is it free internet or? Well, is I mean, it... you may not be paying for what your what the most of the money is going to be coming out is the transmission power, the amount of power that thing had, and that thing looked like it would have been wireless. So it probably has to recharge. It pro you know, you probably have to plug it into your wall and it probably have to run on some sort of battery or something like that. I don't I'm not sure. I mean satellite dishes for houses don't really need electricity, they just need a hookup to a TV. True. This could just be powering a small modem. You know, small modem with the ability to send Wi Fi, because that's what they're saying here, is it basically sends Wi Fi to your device. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's nice to see that they are updating it, and you know they are keeping their website up to date, and they are, um, you know, they're they are going. Looks like they are going to try to go through with this as much as they can. I mean, it, it's it's not they haven't really progressed that much. I mean, they're still in development stages, so. But you have to remember, they were they did come off a Kickstarter page. True, but you know, then um, they'll re they'll eventually reach the point of having to settle like FCC matters and um, like legal disputes. Like, uh, yeah, like I never had cancer until this Outernet came on. Yeah, so th so things like that, they'll they'll probably be people saying like, you know, like, but. In the video, in the audio, it said that Outernet was not the internet. So I'm not sure if it's going to be like an option to where you can upload content to the Outernet or put it on the internet or both. So I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out if that's how it's gonna work. Because if it's not the internet, then it necessarily it doesn't necessarily have to follow internet protocols. Yeah, um, I'm just waiting to see. I mean, they said they already have one satellite in the air. Well, they're they're gonna find one that um, is gonna lease. I'm sure they're still doing testing and whatnot. And it's and it's probably only small enough to cover a short range, like maybe only like a small town or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, we'll continue to keep um, up to date with this.
definitely, and see where this goes. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Google Street View cars uh, find hundreds of gas leaks in cities. So the cars apparently are driving around, and they're for the Street View, for Google Maps. They're, you know, they're just going around taking pictures and stuff, and they're finding gas leaks in cities. Like, um, like gas that would go to your heater or something in your, in your house, which oh. is very explosive and flammable. Well, yeah. So, yeah, they're finding these gas leaks with the street view, and uh, the cities are like, oh, my God, we didn't know about all these gas leaks, and they're having the companies come out and actually, like, redo their lines, and... Uh, Good guy, Google. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, that's pretty interesting that Google Street View cars can actually do that. And the fact that they can actually do that makes me wonder what else they're able to do. Yeah, like drive by your house and see through the windows? Yeah, or something like that. I don't know. Like, like, have you seen a Google Street View car? Never. L like, even pictures of one, just... Like I mean, they they are legit cars. I mean, that just drive around like people, and that are um. Well, they, I think they. I don't know if they're unmanned now. If they um. No, they can't be because the FCC is still fighting with unmanned cars. Yeah, well that's true. Then they're still manned, but there's there's just there's just these people who are paid to just drive around and record the um roads that they go on. Yeah, um, if you look at this map here, it actually shows where all the gas lakes were in this city. And um, there's Winchester, uh, which looks like Lexington. I think that says Lexington. I can't really tell where this is. Where? Oh, this, is, this is Boston. Hmm. Yeah, this is in Boston. And uh, there's all these gas leaks in Boston that they're finding. So, uh, yeah, if you live in Boston... Well, you're probably higher than a kite. Yeah. <laughs> methane. Yeah, just, just methane. Um, what I want to know, though, is how are they finding these gas leaks? Are, they, are the people just driving by and smelling that? Because it's Boston. People are everywhere in Boston. So if no one smelt it, except for the Google, um, you know, streetcar... Google streetcars must be fitted with so much equipment, though. Well, I mean, mostly just to, to, to be able to do that, they'd have so many like um, sensors and things like that. Like, I mean, I mean, they must be like fitted with so much technology. To be honest, no, probably just an internet connection and uh, you know a camera. <laughs> Well, I don't get how you can detect gas leaks with a camera, unless the camera is well, like... I don't, the, I don't think it's that. I think the people detected the gas leaks. Well, then why wouldn't regular people be able to detect the gas leaks? Exactly. But it says here, if you live in an old city surrounded by history, chances are uh, you also live with hundreds, if not thousands, of gas leaks all around you. It's bad for you. Think explosions. So yeah, the FBI is worried about uh, 
the driverless cars being used for, uh, you know, lethal weapons. But here's a lethal weapon right here. Gas leaks in major cities. Yeah, but, you know, it can't be that dangerous because I'm sure all in that area where it shows gas leaks, there's probably people lighting cigarettes and everything. Yeah. I mean, it... It probably makes the air more flammable. That's probably why whenever it's very hot out, um, you get all these um, fire dangers. You know, like don't shoot off fireworks and whatnot. Because and, it's an increased risk of um, like sustained fires or something. But I don't think it's it's not enough to actually like... Ignite. Honestly. Yeah. But, Ignite. I mean, the leaks are still there. I mean... Granted, nothing's solid, nothing's foolproof, but I mean, if I kind of want to see how many leaks there are in, you know, Oxford. At least they're fixing them, though. Yeah, well, they have to now because they know about them. Yeah, and now the public will panic about it, so you yeah, know, they'll be like, "Oh my God, how long have we been breathing in this gas?" And the government, and then the like, the city would get sued by people, you know. You know, be be like I'm breathing in all this gas now stuff, and I wonder how much disease I've had from that. You know, the, the city of Oxford is actually, uh, you know, it's a historic city. It's it's a good couple year, hundred years old. It actually. Kentucky, holy crap! <laughs> Baltimore Pike, actually, like we have a there's Baltimore Pike on here, and it actually used to be the only road from uh, I think it was Philadelphia to Baltimore. It went right through. I yeah, think. The, um, it might be something different, but it went right through um, here, and they actually built the town around that road. I was in um, St. Augustine, Florida, which is actually historically the oldest city in the world. Really? Like that, yeah, that has not been redone or retouched or anything like that. I mean, people have occupied them and like made like shops out of them, but the buildings themselves have stayed the same. Like the same foundation, everything is still like, like I don't know how many years old, but like the um, I didn't start getting sick until um, I went there. <laughs> to be honest, like because you're new to you're used to all this new stuff. Probably. Yeah, you know, that old. It's something new. It's like um, it's like one of our biggest fears about going to another planet. Um, where, you know, we go to another planet, is there going to be something in the air that's going to make us sick because we're not used to it? Probably, but our bodies naturally adapt to it. Yeah, that's um, they have it, to be exposed to it first. It is, it's, it's like whenever you're traveling and you, like, you're in the car and, or even on an airplane, you raise the altitude and then, you, you know, your, your ears start popping and all that other stuff's because of altitude changes and pressure changes and stuff yeah. like that. So there, there's going to be stuff like that all the time. And I even know when we go to the lake, it's up in the mountains. So what happens is the higher we get, I notice that the more tired I get, even if I, I could be literally, I could have taken a nap all day, get in the car, and go to the mountain, well, you know, we'll go to the lake, and I'll start getting tired when we get up there because it's higher, you know. There's a... 700 foot, you know, difference between the lake and my house, 
and I'm not used to that, so I get tired. Yeah. I um I unfortunately have a terrible time sleeping in the car, but that's just me. Oh, I sleep like a doll. I sleep like a baby anywhere I go. Yeah, I wish like I I, I could not sleep anywhere where I'm like sitting up pretty much. Unless it was like a comfy chair, like a reclinable chair, but even then, like just like that. And then um I'd have to be like on a school bus that that would have like a bed on it or a charter bus of some sort. Just like lounge across the seat. Then then we talk, but normally normally I'm always scared that I'll miss something, like a photo opportunity of something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, bet you wish you'd installed a blender in a cooler's lid. So apparently, this guy and his wife, uh, they went on Kickstarter and they started funding this. And they actually did was they put the base of the blender inside of this cooler lid. And you know, and you take the glass piece, you put whatever you need to in there, and they put it in, and you know, it blends it. I'm gonna watch this video actually real quick. And, hmm, <laughs> just st st stands up and it just rolls away. So, what's the actual purpose of it? Just uh, it's strong, and it's got a blender. Hmm. Well, I, I guess that makes sense. You know, like if you um, you, you could you could uh, store a bunch of ice in there and then have like drinks there, and then um, you could get some cups out. You could grind up some of the ice, and then there you go. Yeah, like a Coke slushy or something like that. Yeah. Um. This is actually cool. Um. I'll link you. Got, I'll link the video in the description. Um. Of this video. Because this is really cool. Um, I wonder how much power that thing takes on, though. 18 volts. Like the like the the, the actual battery inside of it, though. The battery is an 18 volt rechargeable battery. Hmm. So I mean, you know, you could go out there and start blending up some drinks, and boom, make a cocktail or something. And you saw that lid folded out really cool, so you know you'd have an area to hold your drinks. And it's a really cool idea. So yeah, it's it's more like a party thing, I suppose. Well, and it's a stronger cooler. Like the cooler is reinforced with like six layers. Yeah, true. So you uh, know, like you you, the, you could you could throw it off the Empire State Building and it might survive. No, it wouldn't. I don't think no, anyone survive that fall, but okay. See, um, uh, throwing a penny off the Empire State Building is enough to flatten it. So. Uh, box uncaps cloud storage limits for business users. So if you don't know what Box is, Box is basically it's like Dropbox or uh, Google Drive. It's you know online storage. Um, according to this, what they've done is if you are one of their business class users, you know you not their normal class. You pay for business class. Um, apparently, there's no limit, so you could have as much things as you want. So earlier you were talking about pirating. You could put all your pirated movies in there. 
Yeah, darn it. But, you know, I guess, you know, like, it, the only way it'd be bad is if you had to show proof of business. Yeah. Like, like, okay, oh, you want the business class. What business do you work for? Well, oh, you don't, don't have a business? I'm sorry, you can't buy a business. I don't think they care about that. I think they just care if you pay. Yeah, they probably just want the money. I think they're just like, oh, you're giving us, like, $100 a year? Yeah, you can have a limited storage. Hey, a hundred dollars a year—that's actually not bad. That's what Apple charges for their um, developer accounts. Really? Yeah. I always just torrented the uh, Apple developer accounts. Yeah, you yeah. hear that, Apple? Your software is not that solid. I was able to torrent each one. Yeah, until until the um, Gold Master Edition came out, then they brick it. That, that's what that's what that's what mine would do when it, um, upon the latest like. I, I was six, I think. Yeah, but I remember, um, I remember when I had my iPhone, and the developer previews would come out. I'd always yep. like, sit there and like down. I'd, I'd torrent them and I'd go to school. I'd be like, "Yeah, I got the new iOS." And then it wouldn't work very much because it's still paid up, but still. Actually, I, I never got a bad version. I always had decent luck with that. Oh well, a either way, I mean, like a hundred dollars a year is not much money. Like I would pay a hundred dollars a year for unlimited storage. I think that was an estimate. I think that was actually uh, what was the fake? I just I just said that. I think it's actually hundred dollars a year. I think it's more probably. Well, you know, if if it's around that money, then like even two hundred dollars a year probably. Oh yeah, for unlimited online storage. Um, we'll find alien life in the next twenty years with our new awesome telescope, says NASA. They like to, to use the word they, they like to boast their ego a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Is NASA actually said the word awesome? It's not really a uh, scientific word. Yeah. With our new... Yeah, it, it should have been like some fancy like... Telescopes. Like hyper-condensed solar array telescopes can see alien life. But no, our new awesome telescopes can... Yeah, well, and alien life doesn't exactly mean, like, um... Intelligent. Like, yeah, intelligent. It could be, like, a simple thing as, like, a little organism, like a little ant living on a planet somewhere. I mean, that would be considered alien life because it doesn't live on Earth. Um, so, maybe, I mean... Yeah, maybe, um, maybe we'll use this and see the doctor. Maybe <laughs> see someone from space. If, if... If they use this and find a civilization somewhere in much more technological advanced state than Earth is, then Earth is probably going to be pretty mad. Oh yeah, we're going to be out. Yeah, and then you know the government will be like, "Well, we want to have our hands on this technology. Think of all the 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 advances we could make, and think of all the um." I think at this time, uh, there'd be no more national debt. There would just be one, like, there'd be no more wars on Earth. They'd all, like, everyone on Earth, all the governments on Earth would unite and be like, hey, we need your help. Um, we, we need all the citizens of Earth to help. We need to get out there to this new planet, and we need to get some of their technology. In other words, they're going to start a war because human nature starts wars. Yeah, and you know we, 
if if we don't if we can't get it, then we fight for it. Yep. I want this bridge. No, it's my bridge. It's on my land. Well, I'm gonna take it from you. Try me. Boom. boom. Yeah. Well, what I'm assuming by this telescope is they're saying that they're gonna, that they're going to find alien life, which means this telescope is probably very very powerful. I would love to be like have a friend in charge of that. Go up to the moon, flip it off, and then just like they that's what they say. They, they zoom in on your middle finger. Maybe it can zoom so much that it can see the hairs on your middle finger while you're flipping them off on the moon. I, I'm sure the telescopes that they already have right now do that. I mean, wow. this could probably, like... See microorganisms on your finger? I don't know. Like, like they say that the universe is infinite, but is it really? I mean, just like... Yeah, how do we know that? Yeah, like, like, I've seen, like, pictures of all the galaxies in the universe, and I'm like, is that it? Like, I mean, it, it could be stretched out over a severe distance of, um, of, like, space. Like, it could be, like, like billions and billions and billions and billions of miles, um, you know, in diameter. Or whatever, but I mean, and it, and it could probably take you like not even all your life to get even a one percent. But I mean, is it really infinite, or is it just very freaking big? Yeah, we don't we won't know until we develop intergalactic travel. Um, and then we make the, and then you know there will be an expedition called travel the or the journey to the edge of the universe or something like that. Or maybe it just gets to a point to where I mean, how like an exposition if we have warp drive. The problem with warp drive is somewhere it says um, in uh, it's in the Bible or it's one of the Ten Commandments I can't remember. Um, but it says thou shall not travel faster than light. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not saying this because I'm atheist. No, this is actually a proven thing. Scientists have are like hating this actually. Um, and I'll actually have to look this up, but um, it's it's stupid because if if we develop warp drive, we're gonna have to travel faster than light, and there's gonna be a lot of people who are mad at that. But you know what? Screw them. All right, science is going to win in that aspect because well, I would I... much rather hear all the religious people complain, like all the die-hard religious people complain and moan, than see not than not see another world. Well, having having read the Bible myself, it does is not one of the Ten Commandments, but it is. Uh, whenever you travel faster than light, you have the ability to go through stuff. You have, whenever you travel faster than light, you have the ability to go through walls. You have the ability, yeah, you literally have the ability to, like, if you moved your hand faster than light. Like in front of a wall, you could put your hand through it, grab something, and then bring it back. Yeah. I mean, could because everything is made up of atoms and stuff, and whenever you travel faster than those atoms are able to, um, I guess, like, I don't know, whenever, like, whenever you like hit something and stuff, I don't know. It's it's a bunch of scientific stuff that I. 
did not study, and that's not what I went to college for, but I just know that if you're going fast enough, you can go through something. All right, uh, so I just found this on uh, Google. Um, it's uh, The Varieties of Scientific Experience, a transcript of Carl Sagan's uh, Gifford Lectures, edited by his wife, Andrine. Um So, yeah, this is a thing written like a Ten Commandment in this book that's supposedly very religious. Um, so, yeah, for all those people out there that were about to yell at me, for saying, oh, it's not in the Bible. You're right, I'm sorry, it's not in the Bible. But it's in a religious book. Yeah, it is in a religious book, but, um... And whenever books, religious books are written by, um... Other people, everybody has their own view on religion, no matter who you are. I mean, no one's exactly the same on on everything, or on every religion. So, I mean, you gotta, gotta take it with a grain of salt. But one thing that could end up happening is all the religions will end up splitting. You'd have Christianity planet, atheist planet, and all that stuff, like if it ever got to that point. All right. So this is our last topic, actually, because, um, well, this was going to be our last topic, but someone actually in the comments put another topic in, and I'm going to see if Reptos is looking. Yep. <laughs> I have him on mute. I can tell. Yeah, you unmuted. All you hear is him snoring. Um, but yeah, someone actually sent this in to me. I'm not going to watch the video, but it's the MIT finger reader device helps the blind people to read. And I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, uh, it's a wearable device. Uh, I, I was actually impressed because I was at McDonald's one time, and there was this guy. He was on his phone. It was an iPhone. And I didn't know at the time, but he got up to walk, and he was actually blind. So, but he was using his phone just like anybody else used their phone. Hmm. All right. Anyway, so according to this, this is a it's a finger reader, and what it does is it's a device that goes on the finger, and it um it scans. Let me guess, you like put it, you like scroll it over the text and it like vibrates or like, it does yes. something with, it does something with your feeling of your finger and it helps no, you. No, it actually, what it does is um, you run it over a word and it says, it just says it out. It reads the word and says it out. Well, how can you like, I, I'm, well, I guess you could feel where the book starts, but like you'd have to. Like, it would have to have some type of tracking thing to help you figure out what the next line is because you don't want to read the same line twice. Yeah, but it wouldn't be that hard. You just have to, if you start hearing the same line twice, then you just move down a little, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I that's a slow process, but think about it. It's a way for them to read. True. You know, imagine growing up being blind, not being able to read Dr. Seuss books. Yeah. And, I mean, it is a way, and then, I, I'm sure it's probably the same thing as, like, trying to read Braille that's on multiple lines, too. I mean. Yeah, it's, it's basically Braille, but with a voice. Um, so, yeah, this is pretty cool. That, um, that, that, that would be, that would become extremely privacy thing if, like, a 
blind guy was trying to like read like I don't know like some type of suggested book and then they're reading a book and then it says the F word in it and then all the children in the airport hear fuck coming from this little device. Yeah. So I mean that that that's where that thing could be a um issue, but you know. And what are you gonna do? Um so yeah, um we'd like to thank everyone for you know stopping by and watching the show with us. Give and, us topics. Uh, yeah, well <laughs> if you would like to give us topics, you can email me at um actually this is a really Did good you forget your own email? Yeah, it's uh it's dnotakis at repconetworks.com. And I'll leave that in the description. But uh, yeah, just email with me with the subject um, time for tech. Um, and I know what you're thinking, RepcoNetworks.com. What is that? Uh, that will be described in a future video. So if you're new to my channel and you like what you see, you know, I'd appreciate subscribing. Um, we do do these videos every week. Try to. Yeah, we try to. Um, but you know, it's life. It, things pop up. But yeah, every Wednesday at about 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do these videos. So, yeah. Um, set your alarm, because it's time for tech. Peace. Bye.